All right, welcome back to the True Blue Sports Show. I'm your host, Jaden Ginswider. Joining me as always, my co-host, Xander Weiler. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, we had break, break, and then just couldn't couldn't get the uh, technology. Yeah. So we can't really record without the technology. Exactly. So, but uh, over this over this break that we've had, a lot has happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, NBA trade deadline, um, college basketball men's tournament. So we'll talk about that later. But first, let's start off with a little bit of CHS sports. Baseball and softball started. Baseball took a 4-0 win. Uh, softball won 10-0 against, the, against Iola. Uh, they did the run rule. Is that what that is? I don't. If you're up by 10, it's a default win. I think that is, yeah. I think yeah. That's so two shutouts to the start of the season. That's a good way to, good pace to set, you mm-hmm. know. So we'll see how that's going, uh, I believe. See, I know their next home game's Monday, so yeah, I, I know, know they're going to Pittsburgh Thursday. They're going to Pittsburgh sometime this week. Or yeah, tomorrow. I don't know. Yep, not sure. And then, um, th- some happened in the NFL. We had stuff like Dak Prescott. Uh, we had free agency. We had franchise tags. That was all, uh, all kind of old. Pa- so. Patriots signing everyone. Not that's a, not basically it. That's the gist of it. There <laughs> wasn't a lot of like major signings. Mm-hmm. Like not nothing team changing. I mean, maybe the fact that Kenny Galladay is going to the Giants, but yeah. like that doesn't matter if you don't have a QB. Exactly. So they have Danny Dimes though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Dimes. I guess, uh, I guess a big one might be that the 49ers traded up for the third pick. That was that was the big thing. I, I knew it was something I was trying to. I wanted to put up here, but yeah, the, the Niners traded up to the third pick, and the Dolphins traded up to the six. So the Eagles have the twelve now. Yeah. So that doesn't really matter too uh, much now. What well, What did the Bengals get ranked, by the way? I don't remember what because they the Bengals apparently are going to draft uh, Bur- Burrow's LSU wide receiver. Are they? Because he's been begging them. I think. Are they like? Fourth or fifth? I don't know. I know the draft starts April 29th, so in about a Jags, month we'll be doing the our. The Jags are first. Yep. Um, so yeah, in about a month we will be doing our mock draft special. So I can't think of I can't think of the position. I feel like I should know the position. Uh, here I can probably find it. Let's see, NFL draft 2021 order. Mm. My favorite thing. About the Chiefs is that they're being like just completely transparent with who they're going to draft. Yeah. Because they made a video of like, right. oh, the people that could be available to us, and then yeah. like showed five left like left tackles. <laughs> yeah. So um, we have the let's just go the top ten is Jacksonville, New York Jets, uh, San Francisco, Atlanta, Cincinnati, Miami, Detroit, Carolina, Denver, and Dallas. And, Honest. of course, the Chiefs pick 31st, just yeah. for the Chiefs fans listening. Honestly, so. though, the Bengals pick there, I feel like you have to pick wide receiver. I feel like this is solid. Solid, yeah. Well, I get, th- I get it, the offensive line. Because, I mean, if you look at it, Jacksonville, New York, San Francisco, all probably going to pick quarterbacks. Yeah. The offensive line is a mess. Atlanta. But. I don't think Atlanta would go wide receiver. I don't think they yeah, need they wide would. receivers. They, they do, you think they need, do you think they need wide receivers over who, who, like defense? Who do you, who do they need on offense? The, who do they throw to? Julio Jones. Julio Jones. Yeah, that's it. That's I think. it. Well, let's, let's look up. Uh, Not a lot of teams need offensive linemen. 
Yeah, so the best offensive lineman will be around when second. Oh, Calvin Ridley. That's the other Cal- guy. Okay, never mind. So like Calvin Ridley's solid. Yeah, yeah he's, he's solid. solid. So I, if I'm Atlanta, I'm probably going defense. defense. Yep. Yeah, and then Cincinnati probably has, can any pick of wide receiver yeah. they should have at that point. So we'll do our mock drafts later, though. Let's get to the NBA standings as mm-hmm. of right now. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers and the <sighs> Brooklyn Nets, just one and two. Deep sigh. Dude, Brooklyn, let's just talk about this real quick. Uh, in the buyout market, uh, Brooklyn got LaMarcus Aldridge. Not that big of a deal. Honestly. Both of their signings are super lackluster. Not really, though. Yes. Blake Griffin said a quote today. I think it was today or tomorrow. Yeah, or Not tomorrow. tomorrow yesterday. yesterday. Today or yesterday. He was like, I've been... I don't get why everyone's freaking out because I've been getting told that I'm that I'm bad for the past two years, <laughs> and I signed to a team, and I don't know where it's the end of the world. Yeah, no. Let's see. The thing is, though, it's not that he's bad. Bad. It's bad. He's bad compared to what he used to be, but he's better than, like, he's an improvement greatly on like the ninth man of the rotation. You know what I mean? That's I don't the know. thing. Nicholas with, Claxton. Might the thing be is better that than Blake Griffin. Going to Brooklyn means that the worst guy in the rotation gets kicked out of the rotation, and he gets in. Think about it like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Lamarcus Aldridge, be honest with me. Would you rather this year? Would you rather have Demarcus or Lamarcus Aldridge or DeAndre Jordan? <laughs> Lamarcus Aldridge. Exactly. So that that's DeAndre an Jordan is so bad. Yeah. They signed him to what? Either way, twenty it's million dollar. And also, you could tell uh, Blake's heart wasn't in it in Detroit. <laughs> No. He hadn't dunked since before there was COVID in the U.S. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then in his first game, he dunked. Like, his first point in the net the was Pistons, a dunk. Against the Pistons, yeah. he got an oop. Exactly. So, so like, there's that. Like, you can tell it's hard, wasn't it? All right, and then three, Milwaukee. Those are the three teams fighting for the one seed right now. Oh, yeah. Like, Milwaukee's two and a half out. Brooklyn's only a game out. And then, and reason, then it's a huge drop. Only reason it's close in the two and three, like the one, two, and three, is because Joel Embiid. Uh-huh. If, who should win the MVP? Got Her. injured, so he so. he won't win it now because yeah. of the injury. And then Brooklyn, apparently, Katie and Kyrie just don't like playing basketball, <laughs> which James Harden's fine with because then it's his it's, team. It's okay. I was ten and two on the fantasy year. Uh-huh. Uh Kevin Durant said, "You know what? I don't like basketball. Hasn't played for a month and a half. Mm-hmm. I can't score." Because that is my big score. That is your main guy. That's that's your number one. That's my number one guy. That's like and your first. That was your first out. round pick. Yeah. Yeah, and he won't play. It, yeah, we were talking about this yesterday. Like it may sound stupid, but honestly, if you're in a Just keeper league, don't don't keep, keep KD or anyone on that team. To keep be your honest. two through. Did I click on the wrong thing? I, I clicked on lineups. I'm gonna click on game logs. Yeah, keep your two through four like best guys. Don't keep him because let's see. Yeah, Kevin Durant has not played a game of basketball since uh, February 13th. <laughs> so, is that injury, or is he just choosing not to play? I think he's choosing not to play. Have you seen him? Yeah. He looks perfectly fine. Hamstring injury. <laughs> Hamstring. Doubts. Steve Nash doubts Durant plays this week. Of course he does. Yeah. I'm just calling BS on these on this. No, like, okay. My fantasy S. Jaden. Like, oh, yeah, no, Jane, no, was bad. my team doing really good? Your team, yeah, they were doing pretty and good. And I had two, like, weird weeks. And you're, in the, com- you're in the competitive division. And I think, like, I've clinched the playoffs already. And we still mm-hmm. have three weeks to go. I'm in the super competitive division. You're in the competitive like, division. Like, I'm going to lose to Drayton this week because Kevin Durant didn't mm-hmm. play basketball. Kevin Durant has only played 19 games this year. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
And when he yeah. was playing, he was scoring like 40 points a game, I guess. But like, jeez. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie's played 31. <laughs> it's more than he played last year. That's true. He played 20 last year. And it doesn't – basketball reference doesn't have any injury report on him. He just hasn't played their last three games. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. I think I saw something about personal issues. I think it might. And we're saying it's possible it's that it's possible. hamstring and it's personal issues. But also, no, I, it could be Lazy. I don't want to play basketball. And my personal issue is that I don't want to play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> like – you're getting so, paid thirty million a year to go I know, out there. It's so dumb. I like it's like I mean at one point is it not injuries, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause like also like Mitchell Robinson, for instance, right? Broke his foot. Broke his hand, right? Yeah. Came back, played four games, broke his foot. Those those were legit injuries. Yeah, no, like he's like, trying to play. Yeah, I don't know. Ha- hamstring Shouldn't be out. I just think that Kyrie has missed more games than any person I've ever seen for personal reasons. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not feeling it today, coach. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, I can't stand them. And then like my problem with the super team, I don't have a problem with Kyrie and KD about the super team because they just decided to go play together in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn was a team that had the cap space for both of them, Mm -hmm. so they went and played together in Brooklyn. And it's the New York market and everything. That makes sense. Yeah. But then my problem is with DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge I, I going would, to the team okay, that's I already a huge contender. I would and, originally and James Harden. be super mad at James Harden, but he's been playing his butt off. He has been playing hard. So, I, so like, James Harden, I was originally – plus – That front office is a mess. James Harden, I'm mad at – okay, so DeAndre Jordan was there before. I'm mainly mad at Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge because they got James Harden, so they're now, like, obviously the, the, the team to win it, right? Yeah. And then now Blake Griffin and Marcus Aldridge just. I mean, just to be fair, that. that is a big three, and like that might be the best big three of all time. Probably, yeah. But like, does it size up to like Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and Ray well, Allen? The, well, and that's one of those things that we can only really look at at hindsight because I mean, if this team wins two championships. Like, how could you argue that they're worse than those guys? Because those mm-hmm. guys only got one. So what, like, what scares me is I'm afraid that teams are. Just, like, when you get superstars like this, you're just not going to play your main player all year and yeah. then just stash them for the playoffs? Because, yeah, I was always critical of the, like, sitting out a game because whatever. Like, what what's what, what was the term that was always used? Kawhi Leonard used uh, all the time? Load management. Load management. I was always like, oh, load management is stupid. But when that happened, that- I, uh, most of the time, a guy would sit out one game and, and then, then play the back. next 15. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be a problem. But now it's – And then the Kawhi Leonard thing with the Spurs was different because he was just angry at the Spurs or whatever. I don't remember the whole situation. It's, he was angry as soon as he got Spurs. As soon as he went to the Raptors, it just all left my mind. But <laughs> um, and then he, all I'm saying is that, like, Katie and himself, Kevin so. Durant have played – like, of those 19 games yeah. – how many did they play together? Like, if I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan that bought a season ticket this year to watch KD and Kyrie play, I'd be, I'd be so very upset. mad. Yeah. Especially with how expensive it is. Yeah. So, I, I mean, know. I guess you still get to see James Harden, but, like, I wanted <laughs> I bought this ticket to watch, watch KD and KD. Kyrie. I bought their jerseys, and they're not yeah. even playing. So, I, I don't think know. I want to watch think Bruce uh, Brown. Like when, <laughs> yeah, when It's not like happens. they have Jared Allen or any, like, young, exciting core now. 
Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of bench guys. Yep. I don't know. And honestly, like, there's no reason. With Embiid hurt, there's no reason why they shouldn't already be the one seed. But it's just their guy's not playing. Yeah. And like we said, there's a chance that they're actually out for legitimate reasons, but I don't I doubt that. it. I doubt it. So, all right. And then we move on in the East standings. After the Bucks, there is a, what would that be, like, five-and-a-half game drop-off yeah. to the Knicks. Hornets, Hawks, Celtics, Heat. Celtics were kind of falling apart. Ooh, speaking of the Knicks, I saw the most heartbreaking thing. Derrick Rose is getting interviewed after the game where Mitchell Robinson got, broke his foot. Yeah. And they told him that he broke his foot, and he just broke down. Like, Dang. I think he almost started crying. Dang. I was like, whoa. Yeah, because, I mean, he broke I, – I can't remember. What's it? His foot this time? In his hand the last time? Yeah, because D- Derek Rose hand. is used to being hurt all the time, too, so he's like, oh. But he broke his hand, came back out to play, not even four, three full games, and then in his fourth game back, breaks I his know. foot. So, uh, the Pacers are not behind. Like, they're, the Pacers and the Heat are both ten games out of first place, but the Heat mm-hmm. have a little bit of a better record right now by .001. <laughs> Percent, so that's why they're in the lead. And then the Bulls are two games behind. Expect them to make a big playoff push. Oh yeah, I mean, no, we they're, have they're going to replace the Hornets. The Hornets are not going to be in the playoffs since Lamelo Ball broke yeah, his, let's his see, wrist, fractured his wrist or something. They hit, we played thirty four games, so we're a little over, a little over halfway through. Yeah. So or, no, no, we're almost halfway through. Yeah. Thirty six would be halfway point with this season. So we're almost. Halfway through, expect a big push by the Bulls. Um, and then that's that's the only teams that are really close to making the playoffs right now, making the main eight. We're not really worried. I'm yeah. <laughs> not exactly sure how the play-in tournament works, so I'm just not going to worry about it until we get there. Uh, in the West, we have the Jazz, Suns, the Clippers, the Starless Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> you there are no are more stars in Los Angeles. You guys Angeles. are going to drop to yeah, I call it. You guys uh, are gonna yeah, be the seventh seed. Come I was playoffs. like, when I was like, man, we'll be lucky for a sixth seed with this injury. Mm-hmm. But as long as we can stay in the playoffs, once we get there, LeBron and AD will be back. Well, I think, and we'll yeah, be the it'll best. be it'll be suck. It'll suck when we have to play like the Suns, Suns. in the first round. But we can make it through it. Like, you you can beat the power. LeBron can make Sun. it. Yeah, LeBron and AD can make it through it. So. But then honestly, uh, I think I'm more scared of them now that they haven't been playing for so long. Mm-hmm. Cause, yeah, because yeah, they're <laughs> going to come back with a fire, and they'll be well-rested. Yeah. yeah. And then the Nuggets are fifth, Trailblazers sixth, Spurs, who will drop without Aldridge, Mavericks. Um, and then we have the Grizzlies, a game and a half behind the Mavericks, and the Warriors half a game behind the Grizzlies. So there's some, some you, good You think if the there. Warriors don't make it to the playoffs that it's going to hurt uh, Steph Curry? Like hurt his reputation. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should. A bit, yeah. I don't think it should because he's playing with a bunch of scrubs. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of outside circumstances. Um, he fell on his butt, broke but, it. But like, <laughs> what I'm saying is that, like, like, yeah, Clayton. Like, it also, if they don't make the playoffs, it it doesn't hurt Steph Curry. It definitely helps Clay Thompson's reputation. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> as, as the guy on the the other guy on those teams, like saying, "Hey, it was not all Steph Curry." To be fair, Steph Curry doesn't have a bona fide second star. Yeah, and Draymond's not getting younger. No. <laughs> like it's Draymond doesn't do anything besides yell and play defense. Yeah, 
So, all right. So, big, big week for Very basketball great. fans. One Like, the best day for basketball. Like, outside of the playoffs and probably trade, the draft. Trade deadline is the most exciting. I would say, yeah. In, outside of the playoffs, the draft, you can make an all, argument for All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. But this is very. This is the the most exciting thing. It's trade deadline. Um, we got we got first talk about what I've dubbed the magic market because <laughs> they were just selling everything. Vucevic and Aminu to the Bulls for Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter, and two firsts. This is our big blockbuster yeah, trade. That's. <laughs> I mean, hey, what what do you think of it? What's your? First? I love that for the Bulls. Hate it for the Magic. I feel like you don't get enough back for Vucevic. Mm-hmm. Vucevic is an absolute. I think he's the most, the most underrated center. He very, he very well might be. I mean, he's been playing so well on my fantasy team, and I think I drafted him fourth. Yeah, I drafted him or Middleton fourth. It was because I know it was Lillard and Simmons, mm-hmm. and it was him or Middleton. He he shoots the ball really well. He does. Like yep. he's an all around player. I think he's going to add a lot to the Bulls. I don't know yeah. how his Bulls games have been going. Uh, I haven't. I think he did pretty well in his first game. I, was like, I haven't like looked. I wanted to watch a Bulls game. I just didn't get around to it. Mm-hmm. But I think that the Bull, uh, the Magic didn't get enough back for how much they gave up. But yeah. this initiates the rebuild. Uh, get Mo Bamba in there. Oh, Vusi had 21 last night. He had 21? Yeah, they lost to the Spurs, but he had 21. I mean, 21, nine rebounds, two for four from three, nine for 16 from the field. That, that's, that's pretty good. That's really game. good. So. Yep. Uh, Levine only had 18, Markin only had 10. So it looks like it was kind of a rough night for everybody else. But Vucevic played well. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, yeah, I think this is a really good trade for the Bulls. Puts them in playoff position. You got you got to think about how, like, the Bulls are going to struggle the next couple games because they mm-hmm. just lost – like a part of their rotation a little bit. Yeah, and it's going it, it to take was a little their bit center. Yeah, it's going to take a little bit. plays too. a lot different game than Wendell mm-hmm. Carter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. It'll, it'll And plus, Aminu, that's just another solid player to have in your playoff rotation, really. Mm-hmm. That, oh, that's, yeah. what that is. that's what he brings you. So, and then Wendell Carter, Otto Porter, also would have been solid players in that rotation, but I think you get the better of this, obviously. Plus Otto Porter, that massive contract that meant mm. nothing. Yeah, I think it's that's two firsts. It's 2021, 2023, I believe. And I can't remember their protection. I know this year they have a top four protection. I can't remember mm. if there's a protection on the 2023. All right, and then Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets for Gary Harris, RJ Hampton, and a 2025 protected first. I love this for the Nuggets. I think this the is, Nuggets. This is the best trade they could have made because they needed to make a trade. Mm-hmm. Because obviously something wasn't clicking. I've never thought highly of Aaron Gordon. But it could also just be that he spent his whole career on a mediocre team. L- look so up Aaron Gordon recently. I know he's been playing pretty good. I should do that. But he's 25. He can jump out the roof. Mm-hmm. You don't need a bona fide scorer. You just need a guy who can score. Mm-hmm. Right? Jokic is going to have a field day. I, I saw a video of Jokic giving him a new... So far, he played his first game of the Nuggets and in uh, 21 minutes, got 13 points and two rebounds. Hey. Shot... It's not six, bad. Six for nine from the field, <laughs> one for four good. from three. That's decent. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. That's pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, he's. I know he's a d- good player. I just never mm. thought highly of him. To me, it's always just been like, what else in his career? I mean, he shoots the three... 
fairly poor. well. Uh, I mean, it's been kind of poor. It's like last year, it was pretty. I mean, or so far this year, it's been pretty good. He was shooting three seventy five when he got traded. Yeah, so he's been decent. So I guess he he shoots okay. He's he dunks, but like he doesn't bring me a lot of anything else. I mean, he averages. Six point five rebounds, but that's not a huge number. I mean, Kyle Kuzma averages six point five rebounds. I'm sure. I don't know. I, I <laughs> think the I think the athleticism and just the floor yeah. space. And did you see, dude? He's so petty. Did you see that he said why he said he's number fifty? Why? Because that's what all of his dunks are. Like <laughs> his score on all the dunks. Like <laughs> that's pretty. Man good. won't let go. That's pretty good. But yeah, I just never seen him as anything more than a, a dunking jersey seller. But I, I like him. I, I think I think a little. Blossom, mm-hmm. I th- I think that uh, they just need some. Now, more how do you floor. feel about how much they gave up for him? Do you think they overpaid for him? Because no. Gary Harris hasn't been playing good. RJ Hampson's a good young prospect, and then a first round pick in no. five years. I think the ceiling. Four years. F- no. I think yeah. the ceiling for Aaron Gordon's higher than the ceiling for RJ Hampton and Gary Harris. I, I mean, how and let's think about how late that first round pick's going to be. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It's that's in five years. Oh, Aaron Gordon's only twenty five. Okay, I thought yeah. he's a bit older. But yeah, I mean that's in that's twenty twenty five. So who knows what what the Nuggets will look like by then? Jokic will probably be like dirt. I mean, I'm five years ago. Do you like? Did we expect the Warriors to slow down at all? No. And for that pick, for their pick to be second in the in the draft. That's true. Like, Jokic is young. Now here, this is the like the worst trade out of all three of these. Evan Fournier to the Celtics for two second rounds. How did that even get approved? Danny Ainge has been criticized quite a bit <laughs> in his career. That is a hell of a trade for Danny Ainge. Dan- no, Danny Ainge has been worshipped. He's been up and down. I've seen Danny Ainge problems what with Danny was Ainge. A bad well, trade he did. Wasn't he behind the the Kyrie trade? The, the Kevin Gar- Garnett. Yeah, he, at the beginning he, of his. he got all the stuff from the Nets. He stole the Nets' money. Yeah. Okay, I but I've seen I've seen criticism for, of uh, I don't think Danny he's done too. He hasn't done bad. I mean, the only thing I would say he done bad he did bad was the Kyrie Irving situation, but like that wasn't his fault. Uh-huh. It just got super unlucky. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah, I I've, I've seen. I mean, he's been around for 20 years. I mean, he's been since 2003. Mm-hmm. So he's, there's been some, some back and forth. But yeah, I just, this is definitely a win for him. Yeah. Like, this no, is Dan- two Danny Ainge He is got the Evan king. Fournier for free. Yeah, he's the king of this. He got him for two picks where if he would have used those picks, he's probably not, those guys probably aren't making it past training camp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there it is. And then, um, the, now outside of the Magic, so the Magic obviously, they rebuild, so that mm-hmm. they just went full rebuild mid season. They're gonna just drop to that. I mean, Terrence <laughs> Terrence Ross tweeted out the "Look at me, I'm the captain now." Yeah. <laughs> so because I mean, with Isaac and Fultz hurt right now, <laughs> he really is the best player on their team. Now to some other trades: uh, Norman Powell to the Portland that, Trailblazers for Gary Trent. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. I don't know what you're doing with you, the Raptors. If the Raptors, maybe you're just looking for playoff depth. Mm-hmm. Maybe get two pretty good know. players for I one saw really good a player. Clip. Powell dunked the ball in like the Raptors, and he stared down Fred Van Fleet, and Fred Van Fleet said, "Why are you staring at me? I didn't trade you." <laughs> Powell, though, you what you get with Powell is a good. I mean, he's a, a great third option. Yeah, and then also you just get a defender who like 
one thing I've noticed with Portland, just a little bit I've watched this year, is that, like, Robert Covington defensively is, like, contagious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, everybody's become a better defender on that team. Powell's already a pretty good defender, so huh. he'll just be yeah. even better. Another big trade, not as big on the surface, but, but pretty, actually pretty, pretty decent. Uh, Daniel Tice to the Bulls for Mo Wagner, who they also traded for earlier in the day. I don't remember what they gave up to the Wizards, but, yeah. But Mo Wagner, uh, this is big for two reasons. For the Celtics, not a win. <laughs> no. <laughs> they won the Fournier trade, did not win this trade. But I don't know why they did this. Um, for the Bulls, the one of the Bulls' problems has, I mean, for years has been the center. down low defense, just defense yeah. in the post. So Daniel Tice brings some of that. And I mean, he he's not great, but he brings some of it. And he shoots the three. I don't know why Boston traded him over. I guess they're trusting Tristan Thompson to take over their center duties. I'm guessing. Uh, all right, and another one. Uh, J.J. Redick and Nico Melli to the Mavs for James Johnson and Wes Awundu. So a weird. A weird trade, but honestly, pretty solid. You James Johnson is old. That's the only thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why they trade for James Johnson. I think that they more trade for well, – I mean, Wes Awundu is pretty young, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, so he I think played that's at more, K-State. He's pretty good. Pelicans have traded more for that that age, but the more shooters, two more shooters, right? Melli can shoot, right? Yeah, Nico Melli, that's all he does. He doesn't play defense. He just turns over the ball and shoots. Mm-hmm. At least that's how Devin explains it. He turns over the ball. He has a third of a turnover again. No, oh, well, it, I mean, and the, he's shooting nineteen percent from the field. Oh my gosh! Really? So once again, <laughs> or nineteen percent from three. Sorry, twenty-five percent from the field. That's still bad. So once again, don't trust Devin. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> not basketball stuff. I mean. <laughs> He's been in the podcast. People can go find those episodes. Yeah. It's not typically great. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, um, and then all the depot to Miami for Bradley and Kelly Olenek. They stole. Interesting. They stole. Miami gets a good player and the Rockets tank. <laughs> Why That's did they do is. that? I don't know. Why did you trade? Just point out now, James Harden has been traded for, was traded for a bunch of firsts, right? Every Dante Bradley. Exum, Avery Bradley, Kelly Olenek, and 20 games of Victor Oladipo. Ridiculous. It's so bad. All right, here's the one. that Rondo to the Clippers for Sweet Lou. Straight up. L for the Hawks, except for they sell a bunch of Williams jerseys because he used to play there, and there'll be people who are, who are excited mm-hmm. about him being bad. W for the Clippers because they get an actual uh, playmaker. A pl- a playoff playmaker. Yeah, because, I mean, right now they had, before this trade, they had Lou Williams, who's a scorer, mm-hmm. and Patrick Beverly, who's a defender, and now you get a playmaker in Rondo. Rondo was, like, helping that team so much, mm-hmm. too. I don't know why they mm-hmm. did that. Yep. I, I guess they wanted more of a scorer, but I don't... I don't know why you need that when you Trey yeah. Young. This, this is your backup. I don't know. <sighs> it's so um, weird. The other thing I saw is that maybe they did this to for some cap adjustment reasons to try to trade John Collins, but that never went through. Went through. So now you're just stuck with Lou Williams, I guess. I don't know. I, get, I mean, you're not stuck fans. with Lou Williams. He's a good player. He, he was born and raised in Atlanta. Maybe yeah. they're hoping that he'll stay. Yeah, forever. but he did at one point say that if he if the Clippers ever trade him, he'll he retire. is he'll retire. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, maybe he'll like being home. Yeah, I don't know. They call it Magic City Lou. Yeah. So and then we have a weird trade, but it's only significant for really for one team. So 
George Hill and Ignis Brazekis to the 76ers. That's the significant part. But they sent Austin Rivers, Tony Bradley, two seconds to the Thunder, which we will talk about here in a second, and Ferguson, uh, Terrence Ferguson to the Knicks. I feel George so bad Hill for comes Austin in. Rivers. Dude, yeah, that sucks. Uh, George Hill comes in, except for he's now, like, what, the second-best player on the team? After <laughs> Shane Alexander. That's true, but I feel bad for him. <laughs> Maybe third after Lou Dort, depending on how you feel about Lou Dort. Imagine living in New York, and you're winning, and you're going to make the playoffs, and, like, you're a pretty good role player. And you get shipped to Oklahoma City. Uh, uh, George Hill going to Sixers is a really significant. Uh, they really could use some backup point guard play, and he's a very solid point guard still. So, I'm... I like having George Hill on this team. I don't know what Ignis Bradzakis will – maybe he'll blossom in Philadelphia, but we'll see. Um, then here's we go. we got to talk about the Thunder, though. They now have 34 draft picks over the next seven drafts. Jeez. 17 firsts, and I'll break that down for you. 17 seconds. I won't really go into that. Who cares? The second-round picks. But this year they have th- their own pick. Mm-hmm. They have the Heat's unprotected pick, which will probably be middle of the pack, early – Early 20s, oh, yeah. Early probably. 20s. Uh, the Warriors, as long as they're not in the top 20, so probably not the Warriors, uh, as wow, it's looking right now. But if they don't get the Warriors pick, it'll become a T-Wolves second pick, this, second round pick this year. Mm-hmm. And then a Rockets top four protected swap. So this, is, this means that the Thunder get the better of the two picks as long as the Rockets aren't. Four. In the top four. So that's why the Rockets are tanking. It's because they don't want to have to give their pick to the Thunder. They want to be able to use this pick. That's true. So, and then in 2022, they have their own, unless they're at the bottom 15, then it goes to the Hawks. So mm-hmm. the Hawks have their pick. The Clippers, unprotected pick, they have that. The Suns, which this is a lot, but it's protected 1 through 12 in 2022, 1 through 10 in 2023, 1 through 8 in 2024, and unprotected in 2025. With the way the Suns are playing, I'd be surprised if they don't get this pick in 2022. Yeah. If in two years the uh, Suns fall apart or and are a lottery team, <laughs> I'd be surprised because it's a good young team yeah. besides Chris Paul, but he's still playing well. Mm-hmm. And then you have 2023, they get the better of their own, the Clippers picks. Mm-hmm. And then they have the Heat lottery protected 2023 through 2025, unprotected in 2026. They'll probably. I don't know. We'll see how the Heat are in a few years. Uh, lottery protected. Uh, I did not write which team this was. Probably the Rockets because they have like all the Rockets picks. But yeah, another lottery protected pick in twenty twenty three twenty five. If not, it turns into a twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six second round picks. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty four. Just scamming people. Honestly, twenty twenty four. They get their own. And the Clippers are protected, and then a Rockets top four protected. If not, it became it becomes twenty twenty four and twenty twenty five second rounders. Twenty twenty five, they get the best of their own. The Clippers or the Rockets, and the Rockets pick if it's in the top ten, it's just the best of their own. The Clippers, seventy mm-hmm. sixers uh, top six protected, protected one through four in twenty twenty six, one through four in twenty twenty seven. If not, twenty twenty seven second round pick and two million dollars. And then the 2026, they get their own pick. The Clippers unprotected. The Rockets top four protected. If not, they get a 2026 second rounder and a million dollars. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then 2027, they have their own first round pick. And then a bunch of seconds from other people. So, there you go. <sighs> wow. So, <laughs> they're scouting Thunder, there are two things that will happen. In 20, 2031 to 2034, somewhere in there, the Thunder will win the finals. 
or oh, yeah. they will be terrible for 15 years from this point on. <laughs> I don't know. They're probably going to become like the Dallas Mavericks. With this many draft picks, the only two things that could ever happen are really good or really bad. There's not going to be a middle ground. I feel like they're they're going to draft like a solid second star. I don't know. We'll and see. And then they're going to trade all the picks away for like, I don't know. Somebody, yeah. Somebody. somebody who ends up on the market. John Collins, somebody, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about NCAA March Madness. Um, we do have a 10-point pick em I need to get my wager. bracket. Yeah, you need to get a bracket in so I can score it. My bracket's not doing too well. Uh, one no of my one's fi- is. One of my final four teams is still in, which is Gonzaga. Baylor. Oh, you didn't put Gonzaga? Uh, I, put, I didn't put Gonzaga in. I, put, I, I had Creighton beating him. Jeez. And then I had Iowa in from that region, which – that was wrong. So let's just talk about the teams that are in the Elite Eight. First of all, Gonzaga, who demolished Norfolk State, demolished mm-hmm. Oklahoma, demolished Creighton. <laughs> They're 29 and 0. Yeah, so Gonzaga's probably going to win. Oh, yeah, they should. I was like, oh, Gonzaga always ends up choking when they're like a high Not seed. Not when you have nope. Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs, Kispert, and Timmy. Timmy. Uh, they are going to be playing USC, who beats. USC, who Drake. they beat Drake pretty killed KU. Drake killed KU. Uh, so Fox, um, Fox here, teacher here, uh, he showed me a stat that KU, based on the shots that both teams were taking, mm-hmm. and the percentage they typically make those shots, this would have been a one point game. It would have been like uh. sixty four to sixty three if they were shooting their regular percentage. USC was shooting ridiculously well mm-hmm. compared to what they normally do. KU was shooting ridiculously bad. Well, that's March Madness for you. Yep, and just KU fans just know this is probably our last appearance for a couple of years. So we're gonna get a ban. We're gonna get a ban. So I'm hoping it's only a couple of years because I would like for them to make the tournament when I'm in college because <laughs> I'm probably gonna go there. So yeah. I would like for them to be there. But then uh, USC also just a route over Oregon. So, not a lot of close games. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like Ohio, Virginia, so like that's close. Like Creighton, the, USC, I think SB the first close. games were pretty close. And then it's just kind Relatively. of been All right. And then on, so that was the uh, West. Mm-hmm. In the South, we have Baylor beat Hartford by a lot, beat Wisconsin by 13, beat Villanova by 11. They will be playing Arkansas, who, where are they? Mm-hmm. Here they are. They beat Colgate. By quite a bit. Colgate. Yeah, the, the toothpaste <laughs> the company. Toothpaste guys. <laughs> they beat Texas Tech by two points and Oral Roberts uh, by two points. Oral Roberts should have won. Dude, they, they I was rooting for Oral shot. Roberts. So, oh, dude. Was, they're really good. Oral Roberts and Loyola Chicago were the two I was rooting for after KU got out. Now they're both out. <laughs> Speaking of Loyola Chicago, they were beat by Oregon State, who beat Oregon State beat Tennessee in the first round by quite a bit. Beat Oklahoma State by 10. Cade Cunningham. I had him in the Final Four, too. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have Oklahoma State in the Final Four. I had Cade Cunningham in the Final Four. <laughs> just, just Cade Cunningham, honestly. That's yeah. all that team is. Mm-hmm. And then now they beat Loyola Chicago. Oregon State will be playing Houston, who demolished Cleveland State, beat Rutgers by three. I mean, took Syracuse to down, <laughs> really. <laughs> And then that, yeah, so and also Loyola only lost by seven, so it was a fairly close one, mm-hmm. at least on the in on on the surface it was. I didn't watch the game, and then so that was the Midwest. On the East, we have number one seed Michigan, who beat Texas Southern by quite a bit. Uh, they beat LSU by eight. 
be Florida State by quite a bit. Florida State was who I had coming out of this region. So, cool. yep. And then UCLA, who as an 11 seed, they beat BYU, uh, demolished Abilene Christian, who somehow beat Texas. I told you Alabama was bad. And then right. Alabama, they beat them by 10. I mean, Alabama scored 96 points in a in March Madness game. They aren't bad. I, I guess, but like, I, they were frauds, and they had yeah. the easiest part of their section. Mm-hmm. I thought, honestly, that Iowa was going to upset them. I don't know, yeah. Okay, and then, so yeah, now we're looking at the Elite Eight. My picks, based on what I've seen, if USC, sh- the only way USC beats Gonzaga is if they shoot like they did against KU, which that doesn't happen every game. So, probably going to be Gonzaga. I'm <laughs> still pulling, I'm still saying Baylor, even against Arkansas, even in a 1-3 matchup. Oregon State's here. They've been playing good, but they were they were a 12 seed for a reason. I think Houston takes it. And then Michigan-UCLA is the most interesting oh, to yeah. me. That could be the, uh, Michigan has this really good guard I like, uh, Mike Smith, 5'11 guard, crafty. 5'11? So yeah, I'm rooting for Michigan now. <laughs> but I might vote, like uh, just go for him just because he's 5'11. Yeah, I'm rooting for Michigan. Uh, I want Gonzaga to win. I don't Gonzaga like Baylor. I like Timmy. So if Michigan mm-hmm. loses, probably goes. I'm probably going to Gonzaga as long as they win. So, yeah, that's kind of how March Madness has been boiling down. It's crazy. Yep, that's that's a thing with like single game elimination tournaments. Mm-hmm. Like they're just so wild. The NFL is the only other like major pro sport that does it. Does it? Maybe the MLS, soccer, soccer stuff. No, is soccer doesn't. Soccer goes to a total amount of scoring after two games. So like they'll do the first. Oh, that's game, right. That's what MLS does. The but then like the feet, like the World Cup and. All the other FIFA stuff. I'm they pretty sure those scores. Good. They do? Mm-hmm. You sure? Eight, like 65. I watched a documentary. Okay. Uh, what, it's what, on Netflix. What was the last <laughs> World <laughs> Cup? What would there have been? 2018, probably? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure they go off of the scoring of like the last two games or something. Well, I know they do like a round robin group thing at the beginning, and then you end up with there should be a tournament bracket. There should be some sort of something somewhere. Yeah, this is all the groups. They do the group thing, and then they do a tournament. I'm pretty sure that once after the after the round, like the the group, once you get to this where they have just a straight up bracket, it's just one game. To a finish, yeah. I'm not sure. I um, don't. I don't watch a lot of European soccer. I'm pretty sure that's what the World Cup does. Because what you're talking about is like this, where they play everybody in their group. Yeah. And then they go to it's well, record see, and then, and then total point. points. Okay, yeah, they go by total points. Mm-hmm. So that might have been what I was talking mm-hmm. about. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so stuff like that. Yeah, it's different. But yeah, anyways, tournaments like that always mm-hmm. always different. So. Then, like, the seven-game series we see in baseball, hockey, and basketball. Speaking of which, baseball coming back this week. Talk a little bit more about that when we get to our pick. But first, on this day in sports history, 1984, Baltimore Colts moved to Indianapolis. Come the Indianapolis Colts, as we know them. And then, happy 154th birthday to Cy Young. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Hall of Famer, pitching triple crown in 1901 with 33 wins, 1.62 ERA, and 158 strikeouts. If you don't know, in baseball, there are two triple crowns. You have the hitting and, bi- and pitching triple crown. Uh, pitching is most wins, ERA, and strikeouts in the MLB. Mm-hmm. Hitting, I believe it is batting average, home run, and RBI. Mm-hmm. He's the lead in all three of those. And he was also 
Cy Young was a 1903 World Series champ, two-time ERA champ, and of course, now every year the best pitcher in the AL and NL get the respective Cy Young awards. Kind of a legacy there. Happy 76th birthday to Walt Frazier, uh, Hall of Famer, seven-time All-Star, two-time NBA champ, six-time All-NBA, seven-time All-Defensive, All-Rookie in 68, All-Star MVP in 75. Great player. Best facial hair in NBA history. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> but just <laughs> not even close. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, let's move on to our pick'em. I picked the – based on NBC Sports' preseason MLB rankings – these are the three closest um, opening day games. So we have their number nine ranked Blue Jays at number three ranked Yankee- Yankees. I'm going to go with my Yankees. I'll go with the Yankees. I don't know anything about baseball. That's why I included some rankings <laughs> for you. Uh, we have the number six ranked Mets and number 10 Nationals. I really like the Mets this year. I'm going to go with the bigger number, the smaller the, number. The the, the yeah, Mets? Yeah, the Nets. Mets. Okay. And then we have the number five White Sox and the number 14 Angels. Sox. All right. I'm going to go with the – I was thinking Angels, so I'll, I'll stick with <laughs> I was like, I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick uh, yeah. So, yeah, there we go. There are our little – I won't do much baseball, but I just thought for opening day we should probably yeah, do a little right. baseball pick them. All right. Let's do spotlights. I want to talk about Malik Monk, who had himself a game against yeah. the Heat the other day. Was just it was ridiculous. He was dunking, shooting threes all over the place. Um, so he scored thirty two points, which I believe I saw was the second highest off the bench for any Hornets player, but behind himself with thirty six <laughs> at one point. Um, so yeah, he had thirty two points, only two rebounds out of steal, but he shot twelve for seventeen from the field, five for nine from three, and three for three from free throw. So. And they, they beat the Heat. They were demolishing the Heat, and then the Heat made a comeback in the third quarter, basically. They, got Trevor they were up by, like, 23, and then they made an 18-point turnaround in the second half. But that wasn't enough. So, there they scored 18 more than the Hornets in the second half. It wasn't, I guess, a turnaround. But, yeah, Jimmy Butler and Duncan Robinson had 20 in that game. But, yeah, Malik Monk was just playing really well. It's fun to see lesser thought of People. players – like that, I mean, you know. Like when if Jamal I was, Crawford had his 50-point game. Yeah, you know, when players like that do good, it's fun to see that. All right, so who was your spotlight? Well, I had Moses Brown, which I'll cover him too, but I saw this thing. Only four QBs in NFL history had a season of 4,000 pass yards and 35 touchdowns within their first two years in the league. That's Patrick Mahomes, Dan Marino, Kurt Warner, and Blake Bortles. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And then Moses Brown had like a 21-point, 23-rebound game. Yeah, which is ridiculous. It's because Al Horford's benched now. Yeah, he's so. benched for the rest of the season. I don't know if he has like a knick-knacky injury thing. Uh, he they just he just said, kicking. hey, we're probably not going to win a lot of games. That's not our goal. If you would rather stay healthy so that during the offseason you can sign a contract somewhere you'd rather play. Yeah. You can do that. Which I would honestly like. That's somebody who he goes back to Atlanta. Probably makes a pretty good impact. I mean, oh, yeah. he mentors John John Collins. Collins and comes off the bench. Like that's a it's a pretty solid that's thing. A pretty solid deal. And it'd be fun to see Horford back in Atlanta. Where does that's Clint, one that makes Clint more Capella? sense. Where's Clint Capella? He's a center on a in a, uh, Atlanta. He's their starting center. He is okay. I thought he got traded. Yeah. Nope. I he's still there. I don't there. know why. I so, just got confused. All right. Thanks for uh, listening. 
We'll be back hopefully next week. Should be. Should be back next Should week. Be. So let's see how this and so uh yeah, I think uh we will see you later. Thank you.